You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Very frustrating Eagles loss to the Lions yesterday at Lincoln Financial Field, 27-24. Birds are 1-2 and two on the season. So many mistakes in this one. But despite that, Merrill Reese called a great game on the radio. He's here with me right now. Merrill, what was your main takeaway from the loss? Too many mistakes. Just too many mistakes. Drop balls. You can't turn over the football, which they did two times. They actually had three fumbles. Two of them lost. You can't take a lead at the beginning of the game and then give up a 100-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. It was one mistake after another. But the things that disturbed me most uh, defensively are the fact that they are still not getting an effective pass rush, and they are still losing receivers deep. Yeah, that is a big problem, Merrill. Merrill, I thought their defense was going to be rather good going into the season. I understand they've lost a couple of defensive tackles, and they were rather injured in the preseason and didn't get a lot of time. Are you surprised by the way they performed? Yes. In a word, yes. Uh, But again, uh, when we assess this team at the beginning of the season, we're looking at a roster. We're looking at the players who are there at training camp. And one of the biggest acquisitions was Malik Jackson. So they lose him, and then they lose his backup, Timmy Jernigan. And still, it does not appear to me that Fletcher Cox is playing at 100%. That's not to blame him. He's tough to go out there. But it doesn't seem as if he is 100% back. At least he's not being the destructive defensive player that we've seen on a regular basis in the past. And, and yeah, that being said, Merrill, even though the defense really had their struggles yesterday with getting pass rush and covering receivers, the fact of the matter is if the Birds don't make all these mistakes that were avoidable, they probably still win the game. So why were they so undisciplined with the drops and the penalties? Well, as far as the penalties are concerned, there are so many penalties being called. It's, it's unbelievable. On the two catches by Mac Hollins that were called pass interference, offensive pass interference, my partner in the booth, Mike Quick, said he did not think either of them were legitimate calls. He did not think either of them were enough for anything to be called. And again, they're not getting the benefits of the breaks right there. Mm-hmm. The, the either-or seemed to go in the way of the opposition in those cases. The Sproles interference was pretty much a clear-cut case of a receiver knowing that the game was on the line, and that was the only way he could see himself clear to make the catch. And of course, at the very end of the game, Ortega Whiteside had a chance to make a remarkable catch, and it would have been a remarkable catch, and it's one that I have seen him make. I've seen him go way up in in practice situations and come down with the ball, and if you look at the reel of tape from his college days to Stanford, he usually wins the 50-50 jump ball. In this case, he just didn't. So there are young players like J.J. Ortega-Whiteside and Miles Sanders, who I still think are going to be very, very good players, but they are going through rookie growing pains. Yeah, they are. And the drops, Merrill, it's the second week in a row that the Eagles have had a number of key and costly drops. I mean, there were so many to count yesterday. People were losing track. What can they do about that? Well, I, I, I don't know. I mean, you take one guy like Nelson Aguilar, who has dropped a couple of balls. One resulted in a fumble yesterday when he turned and tried to twist away. And yet he comes back later in the game, makes the same move and holds on to the ball and it results in a touchdown. Uh, the ball security, ball security has to be there. You lose games when you lose the football. Special teams. Um, Ray Dittinger told me last week 
that he thought one of the reasons why the Eagles would win this game is because of special teams. Detroit's special teams had really struggled in their first couple of games, and, and special teams is supposed to be a strength of the Eagles, especially with Dave Fipp as head coach. But, Merrill, one of the first plays that you called yesterday before the offense of Detroit even had a chance to go on the field was a 100-yard kickoff return by, by Agnew. I mean, did you expect that to happen? No, you, you never expect a 100-yard kickoff return to to happen, let alone against a team that has been so strong in special teams. But here's another thing to consider when you talk about the, the special teams. The Eagles special teams, led by Malcolm Jenkins, made the play that should have won the game. That should have won the game when they blocked the punt at the very end and had the ball seemingly at the 20-yard line. They're in a position to win the game or at the very least tie it and send it to overtime. So it's it's very, very frustrating. What did you think of that call, the block in the back? It's debatable a little bit. Do you agree? Well, it's, again, It's uh, it, did it have to be called? I don't know. Mike Quick saw it. Uh, he said it was a block in the back. Malcolm Jenkins, in speaking with the reporters afterwards, did not deny it. So all you can say is if it occurred, then it should be called. It, it did occur. The official isn't thinking, well, let's let it go. It was obviously there, and you can't blame the officials for that. I thought one of the worst officiating moments of the entire game came after Miles Sanders took back a kickoff and had his helmet ripped off. The defender grabbed the face mask and just ripped the helmet off. Could have been a very, very dangerous moment. Fortunately, he was all right. But there was no call. That was an egregious mistake by the officials. That really was an egregious mistake, Merrill. And I even remember you referencing how it was just as bad as what happened in Dallas last year. No, it was certainly bad that they missed that. Uh, Carson Merrill, how do you think he played? Uh, He got sacked a couple of times, held onto the ball a little bit too long. What was your assessment of him? Well, he he is fighting his way through this thing, and he made some great plays. Uh, He made some outstanding plays, but at the same time, he made some mistakes. There was time, there were times when he was off target, and I still think there are instances where he tries to extend a play too long. He would be better off if everybody's covered, just throwing it away. But uh, Carson Wentz is oh, Carson Wentz is not the problem of this football team. He is a an outstanding quarterback who's just going to continue to get better. He did a little bit of running. You don't want him taking hits and and carrying the ball too often. But most of the times when he did tuck the ball and go. He was able to slide or, or get down and give himself up without taking an extra hit. Merrill, and I, and I remember our conversation from last Friday. I, I saw a tweet of yours over the weekend referencing this about how you didn't really want to view yesterday as a must-win despite the fact it was very important. They ended up losing their 1-2. and two. They're going to Green Bay in a few days. Green Bay's 3-0. and oh. uh, they, they do not lose Thursday night football games at Lambeau Field. So I'm just going to simply ask you this question in this way. Are the Eagles in trouble? I don't think they're in trouble three games into the season. But I think that they have got to fight their way back into this thing. Three games in the season, you don't throw your hands up and say, well, that takes care of the 2019 season. They're not going anyplace. This is still a good football team. And they are going to get Deshaun Jackson back. And they are going to get Alshon Jeffrey back. And they are going to get... Timmy Jernigan back, and they are going to get Camus Brugier-Hill back in the days ahead. So this is still a good football team, but they have put themselves in a very, very difficult position 
where they can't afford to lose many games. I agree with you on that, Merrill. Well, Doug Peterson talks today at noon. We'll get your thoughts on what he has to say tomorrow. Thanks for the time, as always. See you, Dave. Voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.